Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. The storm has passed, but the cleanup is just beginning. This week on Parts Per Billion, we speak to Bloomberg BNA's correspondent in Houston about how things are going after Hurricane Harvey. Hello and welcome once again to Parts Per Billion, Bloomberg BNA's environmental policy podcast. I'm David Schultz. So this has been a pretty busy hurricane season so far, and I guess that's kind of putting it mildly. And right now, everyone is probably rightly focused on what's happening in Puerto Rico, the victim of the most recent storm. It's easy to forget that Hurricane Harvey hit the Texas coast just over a month ago, dropping, in some cases, more than four feet of rain. In addition to inundating the city with highly polluted floodwaters, the storm also triggered an explosion at a nearby chemical factory. Environmental officials are still trying to assess the damage from that. Nusheen Huck is Bloomberg BNA's Houston correspondent, and she's a lifelong resident of the Bayou City. We reached her on the phone to hear how Hurricane Harvey may permanently change the environment around Houston and about what she and her family did while the storm was raging. We were lucky. Our house didn't get flooded, but um, we um, had friends who were flooded out. A lot of the major roads around us were flooded, so even though, um, like I said, the water never came into our house while the storm was going on, we were, you know, stuck at home. And so pretty much our experience at that point was a lot like the rest of the nation where, you know, we're just watching television and seeing, you know, all these scenes. Um, of course, it being our city, it was horrifying because, you know, we actually recognized these areas um, that were flooded um, and that were continuing to flood. I grew up in Houston and um, have lived through a number of storms. So the continuous rain and just watching those flood levels were it was pretty crazy. And so you know, we um, just kind of bunkered down and we were looking out the window, making sure that, you know, kind of keeping the level, you know, an eye on the level of the water. But then, of course, through social media, we did see, you know, friends who had, you know, were reporting water coming into their houses. And that was um, particularly scary um, and frustrating since, like, we were stuck. And so, you know, you see friends who are, you know, needing to evacuate and, you know, you can't just get in your car and go help anyone. There wasn't anyone in Houston that wasn't impacted. Um, You know, the schools were closed. My son's high school was um, temporarily um, converted to a shelter. You know, everyone in the city, uh, whether or not you were directly um, flooded, I think we were all, everyone was impacted. And do you think, do you feel like things are back to normal? Like things things are back to the way they were before the storm for, for your, you and your family? Um, somewhat. I mean, you, um, 
you know, the schools eventually did. They started. Uh, and so, you know, for us, it was only a week later. So indirectly, you know, that's affecting everyone. You have families that have been displaced. And so while, um, you know, for our part of the city, the water receded quite quickly and we were able to go out, um, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely a sense of, you know, something different, too. Um, and for, you know, for others, you know, they have, they're far from um, being able to say they've recovered. But um, I think, like I said, everyone's, everyone's been impacted and, and changed by the storm. What about the, the, the sort of, you know, rest of the city? Is, are people back to work? Like, are, you know, are there parts of the city that are sort of back up and running like they used to be? Or are there parts of the city that just will, will may never be back to the way they were? Um, yes, I mean definitely that's true. I mean one of the interesting things about the storm and and many people who live here we've kind of observed this. I don't know if the correct word is that the flooding was random or spotty, but there were chunks of the city that were flooded, but then chunks that weren't. So, you know, it wasn't just the area south of the city that's closest to Galveston. I mean, it was there were city there were parts of the city way up, you know, in the northeast that were flooded as well. And so, um, you know, it's so some people, you know, the water receded quickly. They're immediately able to go in and clean up and start getting their lives back together. And then there's some people that haven't, you know, especially those that lived near the reservoirs that haven't been able to go back that are only, you know, haven't even been able to clean up yet. Um, and so, you know, there's that question. I mean, who who's in the end also going to be able to go back and who's not? Also to add, I mean, this storm wasn't just a storm in isolation. This was the third um, 500-year storm in the last two years. So um, while Harvey is very unique because we had like over 50 inches in in three days, um, you know, there are people who've, their house has been flooded a couple of times now. And so um, it's unclear whether, you know, those people will, will go back or not. So how's the government doing? Are they helping Houston rebuild? Could more have been done to mitigate the damage? We'll get to that in one second, but first we're going to take a quick break to talk about Twitter. Yes, Parts Per Billion is on Twitter, and if you are too, you can chat with us using the hashtag Parts Per B. If you send out a tweet using that hashtag, Parts Per B, we'll see it and respond. Ever wanted to ask us a question? Now's your chance. Go on Twitter and use the hashtag Parts Per B. talking with Bloomberg BNA reporter and Houston native Nusheen Huck about the rebuilding effort in her city after Hurricane Harvey. One of the most iconic images from the storm was the black smoke billowing out of the Arkema chemical plant in nearby Crosby, Texas. As you might imagine, an explosion at a chemical plant during a massive flooding event poses some unique environmental hazards. We asked Nusheen what exactly happened and how big of a challenge the explosion poses. Because of the flood- 
flooding, you know, the plant had lost power, and it had backup generators as well. But what happened was those backup generators also um, lost power due to the flooding. I think there was like six feet of flooding in the plant. So when it lost power, it couldn't cool down the plant and the the chemicals um, ignited. People near their plant are still under a health advisory and they're told to continue drinking bottled water. Um, Officials at the plant, like they never expected six feet of flooding. The Chemical and Safety Board is still investigating, um, and the EPA has asked the company to hand over details of the plant as well. What what do Houstonians ultimately think of the way that um, environmental officials, both at the at the federal level, at the EPA, and at the state level with the TCEQ, the Texas Council on Environmental Quality, what do they think about the job that they've done? I mean, I think that you know, right now it seems like FEMA is the main federal agency that's that's getting involved in in the the immediate you know cleanup. But do, are, are there any complaints? Are there any you know? Um, words of praise that that people in Houston have for for these uh, environmental officials? You mentioned FEMA, um, another uh, federal agency, the Army Corps of Engineers, and so there's been a lot of discussion about um, their role because of, you know, the reservoirs and and that's under their jurisdiction. Um, And so as far as, you know, the environmental regulators, there's been a little bit more chatter on the TCEQ um, again, by, you know, certain officials um, as far as how they've, you know, handled, like, incidents like the, the Arkema plant. And then finally, I, I wanted to ask you about sort of how this is going to change the city itself, like the physical kind of aspects of the city. You know, do you think that this is going to kind of create a new push to, you know, discourage people from building in flood-prone areas in Houston or maybe to sort of restore wetlands, which can sort of help mitigate flood events in the future. I mean, that's another big topic of conversation that people have have talked about across the country, which is that, you know, why, you know, should we really rethink the way that we encourage or discourage kind of development in certain areas? Yeah, no, definitely it has. I mean, this is something that um, people have been talking about. Um, You know, I don't know if you know this, but Houston is actually um, prairie. Um, And so a lot of those, like, native grasses have been, um, you know, cut down. And and there's, you know, there's other vegetation that have been... um, planted over the years, but um, not, you know, those gra- those native grasses. So that's, there's actually been sort of a, a push from environmentalists of restoring some of those um, wetlands and replanting those, those prairies. Um, but, you know, it's also, on one hand, Harvey was really um, unique because, again, you had 50 inches in three days. And so, you know, there are officials, you can't, there's no way that the city could ever prepare for that much rain in that short of time. You know, on the other hand, it was the third 500-year event in three, in, in two years. And so, um, you know, it's not just about Harvey, but in the context of the previous flooding as well. So I think people definitely know um, they do feel like there's something that needs to be done, um, and whether that's um, planting new wetlands or really um, more people have been more vocal about development and where development takes place. But there's also a lot of players. I mean, in, there's the city of Houston, which has you know limited power to to do zoning. Um, there's the county government. There's the Corps of Engineers, and then also um, it involves the state and federal government and um, 
um, because that's going to also cost, you know, cost money um, if people decide, you know, they're going to be, um, you know, not returning to certain areas that are flood prone. So it, it's it's a, I mean, I think people there's a consensus consensus that something definitely needs to change, but um, how and you know what that's still something that's going to have to be worked out. That was Bloomberg BNA correspondent Nusheen Huck speaking from her home in Houston. For more of her reporting on Harvey and its aftermath, visit our website at bna.com. This episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself with help from Rachel Daigle, Patrick Ambrosio, and Jessica Coombs. The music for Parts Per Billion is A Message and Twice by Jazar. They were used under a Creative Commons attribution share-alike license. More information can be found at betterwithmusic.com. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.